That's, that's fine. That's fine. I'm trying to think like I need to be interested. We're rolling. Oh, again. you recording? <laughs> We're rolling again. What's good, everybody? It's your boy, A Mike Buggy, and this is episode 42 of the EBS podcast. I'm here with the crew, Obi. One. What's up? Ike the Great. What's good, people? So, how was y'all week? <laughs> <laughs> this shit is like Groundhog's Day. <laughs> it is. <laughs> To, to those who are listening, and this sounds pretty weird, we just had like a technical difficulty Word. where we thought we were recording for about five minutes, would you say? Yeah, five, five. And we found out that this shit cut off at 30 seconds. We had great material, too. Yeah. Uh, we're not even going to try to redo it. Uh, <laughs> that's why we all laugh. It's not even possible. How was your week? Uh, <laughs> so, 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 yeah. So, my week was great. Oh, what? Hey, Mike awesome. Boogie, thanks for asking. No problem. Obi-Wan? I had a fantastic week. Happy, happy International Women's oh, History yeah. Shout out Month. To the women's. I fucked that up. Yeah. Happy belated International Women's Day and happy Women's History Month. Cool. There we go. Yeah, shout out, shout out to, um, to all the women. Beautiful women. Yeah, keep holding stuff down, guys. Absolutely. Holding down the black family because I know that's what you guys do. Okay. Okay. And, okay. and, and okay. you know, before, what? Before, before, <laughs> before we had this. Uh, you know, failed recording. We said, at least I said, that you know I am not going to slander, quote unquote, women this, this month. month. Yeah. Um, yeah. Meaning, I know that some of the things that I say can be taken as negative perceptions or perspectives of women. So you know what? I'm just going to celebrate y'all this this month. So, it's so what are, what are some of the things that you're doing to celebrate outside of just, or that's that's just it? Oh, just on the podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh. Not, not in real life. Oh, I see. I mean, but on the real though, like uh, even though I low key did this and I didn't even mean to do it. If you remember, I was at a I was an event for work, Word. and I was at this oh, bar, yeah. and I was trying to <laughs> I was trying to kick knowledge to oh, this yeah, young lady yeah, yeah. Yeah. about how. The company works, etc., 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 and she just wasn't even hearing it. Like is, I was—is she a newbie though? She's pretty new. Okay, yeah. okay. I, and I was trying, and I was—I was giving my best material, like. <laughs> and she's just so stuck in her way, and I get, and you know, uh, you know, uh, Young Buck and I were actually at an event yesterday, and it's just apparent that people really do have these effed up, um, uh, effed up um, experiences, and there's just nothing you can do about it. And that's just the fact of the matter. And I don't want to get too much into it, but mm. I find that a lot of fuck shit is happening. But because it's never been my um, perspective or my history right. or my uh, experience, I always try. I always try to make sure I don't discount other people's experience when they Absolutely. talk about these things. Absolutely. I just don't like when they generalize it and say some shit like, uh, "Oh, this company is fucking racist" or something like that. That's right. just that was just your experience. Right. I haven't experienced that. Not saying that. Some people at it aren't, mm-hmm. but you can't just take the actions of one person and put it on an entire, you know, group of people. Well, I actually like that you brought that up, and I want to stay on this for for a little bit. Um, I read an article in the Atlantic, and and it talked about, um, you know, the experience that uh, people have, especially people of color or minorities in general, when they go into the workforce. And um, you know, when I was reading the article, I actually thought about foreigners and i would include you in that and i feel like your perspective is always going to be different because you you don't really look at it that way like your goal is what to get in a job be as successful as you can right yeah but what way am i supposed to look at it 
I don't know if you're supposed to look at it a certain way, but <laughs> I think the reality of it is, is as a black person, okay. things are different. But I don't think you look at it that way. Like if you if you go into a workforce, right, in your profession or whatever, how mm-hmm. many of those people are going to be black? Or how many of those people are going to be black? I honest to God don't think about it. Exactly. But an average black person would notice that, would see that. And might feel uncomfortable. Why? I've already, I guess because, well, never mind. Cool. I mean, partly because of inequalities. I mean, it's the same thing where a woman might look around. She's yeah. the only woman there. Only woman there, yeah. And, you know, wonder if she's getting the same amount of same pay as them. You know, I, things like mind, that. My mind just doesn't work like that. And I, I feel the feeling <laughs> because my father is the same way. His mind doesn't work that way. But for a lot of uh, minorities, that's how they may feel sometimes in a situation. You know, um, I've been to plenty of happy hours um, with coworkers, and even the lingo I don't partake in because obviously if I say, you know, something like, oh, maybe the B word, because we're not saying B word right now, or even, you know, fuck, it might be perceived differently because I'm coming off too aggressive. You get what I'm saying? So it's almost like you have to watch who you are around certain people. But everybody's watching who they are at work for the most part. Uh, To a certain extent. Right? Think about it. To a certain extent. So, I mean, that's why everybody's watching who they are. <laughs> right. But I feel like minorities have to do that even more. They have to reel themselves back even more. Maybe but, they have larger extents. I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm not trying to be an asshole. Right, right, but right. I'm just saying, like, maybe there's just more to you that you don't feel is necessary to, to, to show the public. Like, somebody who's a very sexual person, mm-hmm. right? And they go about their everyday life being a very sexual person with their interactions with people, being people in their family, like, just the way they speak. If you get to work, you can't do that, right? So to a right, certain extent, right. you have to curtail that. Using that as an example, not saying... Right. No, I guess that, you... I, I have a better example. Okay. Molly from Insecure. Okay. She, her first firm, right? She uh-huh. worked with majority of white people, right? right? And you remember the the other black chick came in there, and she pretty t- much was like, uh, she's acting too black in front of these white people. But the way that lady was acting is the way Molly acted when she was outside of work. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Right. But who's to say how the white people act when they're outside of work? You think it's any different? It's definitely different. <laughs> like, I've seen it. Yeah, but... What, at a happy hour, right? Or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, but that black person still can't do that. Molly still can't go and, you know, dumb it down or act herself at that happy hour. Like, at a happy hour or work function, like, yeah. even, even with that, there's still some people that are still reserved at, like, work functions. I'm saying that sometimes if you just happen to take a look at their Instagram. Right. Like, right, you may see activities that they partake in like, or the ways that they, they, they carry themselves that you're going to be like, yo, that's not what they look like at work. Oh, that's not how they interact, or that's yeah. not how they get down it. Right. Well, I, Again, that's been my experience. So it seems like we're talking about two different things. There's the the experience of, you know, when you're when you're a minority, that or or better yet, there's the experience of when you go to work. There's a certain level of professionalism where mm-hmm. you want to uphold. Right. There are a lot of people that at work they're very professional. Outside of work. They're not so professional because, and and, you know, there's, there's nothing wrong with that and they don't want to mix the two, right? Because that, that can get, but then there's the idea that when you go to work, Mm -hmm. you're now a target of some type of discrimination. Well, that you have to front, like the one person that you were talking about, Molly's coworker, right? She wasn't being professional. Well, I, I was going along the terms of that. The reason that some people 
who maybe sometimes pay attention to certain things, one, I find aren't very good employees to begin with. And therefore, they're also looking for a reason to they're not good at what they do. So they have to look for a reason to kind of get what they want. And we know, you know, and uh, and um, <laughs> yeah, they got to kind of get what they want right. in, in a way that showcases maybe their. I don't know, shortcomings or what their perceived shortcomings or their or maybe their perceived advantages because they are, quote unquote, a minority in this category. And I'm not saying that's the case for everybody. I'm saying based off of my experience with people like that who try to use that and maybe attach it to a whole organization. They're they're just they're just manipulative like that in any type of situation. So they're using it to their advantage if they can. And I think those are two different things. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely interesting. And, you know, I can understand wh- why somebody um, of color or minority in general could perceive something to be, you know, discrimination or whatever towards them. Yes. You know, but uh, anyway, let's move on. Yeah, let's move on for that because yeah. we bad. <laughs> so, uh, me started. I think Solange's album came out uh, last last Friday, right? And the anticipation was everybody was waiting for it based off of her. Uh, last album um so uh, you know did you guys listen to it and how did you feel about the album anyone i listened i liked it you did uh yeah i thought it was what it was supposed to be i thought it was a vibe and like i was saying before this shit fucked up uh, <laughs> was it me or were we confused i was like did we talk about this right, already right, right. Are we supposed to go to the next hey, like you said groundhog day, right? and then I, I remember yeah I, I heard a lot of like recap and feedback about it so i guess i was mm-hmm. already prepared right, for what right, i was about right. to listen to but when i listened to it it wasn't a bad album it was it was just a vibe yeah. i mean cuz you're done without the first Two tracks or three tracks or four tracks that were pretty much the same. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, she but pretty much told us what it was it, in those tracks. It was, yeah, it was starting to vibe, and after like the second track, I was like, "Oh, I see where you're going with this." Like we, I knew that it's it's it was an eclectic vibe, like, and you know, word. And I'm not gonna steal your point, uh, Obi Wan. Maybe I am. I don't know, but <laughs> I was just saying, I was gonna um, say that that's that's you know who Solange is. Like she's always been eclectic. Uh, but the, the crazy part about that shit is that, you know, Stolange has always been a writer as well. So I can understand why people were just kind of miffed at the fact that, you know, she brought out an album that didn't have a lot of words. Wasn't much singing uh, involved. And quite honestly, I would equate that to Kanye West, 808 and Heartbreaks, in that people were used to Kanye being a certain way and kicking knowledge, and then he dropped that garbage, which is what I'll call it. It's classic. But you said it was a vibe, right? It's a classic. So. Well, I would say that people that a lot of people weren't true Solange fans, as in they did not appreciate her music prior to. Um, yeah, I was one of those people, by the way. Prior to her last album, right? So you know they jumped on the wagon when that album came out, and mm-hmm. if you if you all about being black, that was a very black album, so you're gonna rock with it, right? So when you find out that she's coming out with another album, that's what you expect, but that's not really. You know the type of music that she usually well. Puts out. I don't want to say it's not the type of music, but this this album was more like the music we heard prior to the last album mm-hmm. than what that album was. That to me was something was something different. Um, so, and I, I think there was just a lot of non true Solange fans that were like, "What is this?" And and you like, know what yeah, I've been that's, hearing that's a lot for you. Man. What I've been hearing a lot lately is like now people are saying like, "Well, if you come out 
if your current album sounds like your last album, I don't know how I feel about that because you don't really, you're not really showing growth. So it's almost like you're damned if you do. And you're yeah, damned you, if you, don't. you really can't win. Uh, but you know, for me as a, as a person who didn't listen to Solange prior to her last album, um, I, I there was a little bit of anticipation for me expecting it to be, you know, similar to the last album, but. At the same time, I was not disappointed by what I heard. It, like like Ike the Great said, it was definitely a, a vibe, and and I appreciated the vibe. And I think, um, of course, I liked the lower half of the album because there was more singing involved. But she had some pretty dope tracks. And for me, I'm more into production, and I got that vibe. And I think, you know, this album was was well produced. I mean, and, and you know, there were some great tracks on there. You know, so if you want to talk about growth, to be honest with you, it was eight years between her last album and then, um, or the the one that came out before a seat at the table and a seat at the table. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, she well got married, had a baby, like her yeah. life changed she, drastically within that time, yeah. And okay. the culture of music That's and changed. the industry changed at that time, too. That there was a time and place for that album, and so it might have just been one of those, um, concept albums, so to speak. Um, Word. In which she was speaking to a time and place, and she she made it her own. And whereas now this one to me is a more, I think I feel like the seat at the table was a seat at the table. It was it was for black people, and I feel like this one was more for herself. So you this when I get home, she sounded like she's at the table now, and just no, this one doing just, whatever she wants. To, oh, I'm here now. I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I want. Like, well, to me, it just sounds like this is for me. Uh-uh. This is this is the album that now makes that me feel good. Like this is makes me feel good. This I, yeah, is I feel like she I put want. the last album out to let niggas know, like I can do this. Like, it's so, so is it like putting on to like get a promotion, and then once you get the promotion, you're like, all right. No, what that I sounds what I, bad. <laughs> that, oh no, well not not that I, you will stop performing, but right. it's like all right. You can I'll pivot a little bit yeah, and yeah, do yeah. me. Try your own you know thing. what I'm saying? Well, what I mean by that, I, I think it was for it was it was an album for the masses that everyone could rock to and appreciate. Versus, she just did an album for herself. Which, by the that's, way, that's all all artists do that and as may, well. And who knows? Maybe that's just how the fuck she was feeling at the moment. It probably right. was. Yeah. <laughs> and this new album is how she's feeling. So she said, like, "Fuck and, it." And I'm there's creative. nothing wrong with the album. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think I must go back to it. I think it is a vibe. You know what I mean? And you just choose the right time to to you know push to play, play it yeah. exactly. And that's all that is. You know? Yeah. It makes me think about when I hear it. I I, I picture the video that she's going to create from these songs. Because I know her personality and how she is. And it's how like she a writes. paper bla- paper bag in the wind, just floating around. Something with right. Solange, fucking dancing ballet beneath it. She might not even be dancing. She might in just the streets. be chilling with a glass of lemonade, with an Instagram filter on it, <laughs> with a glass of lemonade, <laughs> or, or a sweet you know, white dress. We should be expecting Beyonce and Jay Z's album soon. It's like, nah. Well, that's I how it happened last time, though, right? I don't want another I actually think That's how it happened last time. Jay does have an album shit. out, actually. Or well, he's working on an album for me. I don't think so. I hated yeah. that shit. I did not list, that did not get a second listen from me. And Lem- I tried. Lemonade didn't? Oh, you did? You no, did no, I've never listened. I've never heard Lemonade. But um, no, Jay-Z and uh, Beyonce's album, joint no, album, no, but The I'm Carters. Tra- no, but it was it, it was, was a seat at the table. It was Lemonade, then it was 444. Oh, I thought you were when you said Jay-Z and Beyonce. Oh, no, no. Not a joint album. Not the joint album. And that's what I said. Jay-Z's actually working on an album from what I've heard but to your point so on that album that you're talking about you, there wasn't a few tracks that you thought were like pretty dope I didn't go back to it mm. like Beyonce don't fucking rap ever again yo like you sound horrible <laughs> I'm not in the mu- music industry so I'm not worried right, right, right. <laughs> like, that was horrible moving on <laughs> oh god R. Kelly interview which is you know it's been all over social media so I'm, I'm sure you guys have seen it at some point right have we 
Is it out? Is it out? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people talking about it like it's out. I don't know if it's out, but well, I saw I mean, clips. It, yeah, the clips. I saw clips. Know, and I, I saw like the first 12 minutes of it. And, um, and your boy's nuts. Uh, when I watched it, I just laughed out loud. Like literally laughed out loud. <laughs> yeah. I said, this nigga's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that man is nuts. And, and the crazy part about it, right? Within the, the, the first 12 minutes. Yeah. He, not once did he actually say, oh, well, he, I guess he did at the end when she asked the the, the question, but in the beginning, he, it didn't sound like he was saying that he didn't have sex with underage, you know, girls. He was more or less saying he didn't have anybody hostage. But no, towards, no, no. towards it, the end, one he of the clip, yeah, he was. Yeah. He, she flat out asked yeah, him because a lot of people used to dance around it before. Or he would be the one dancing yeah, around. He was dancing around. It. He flat out answered with a lie. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, no, <laughs> no, I don't have sex sex with underage women. I mean, we, we know about Aaliyah, bro. Like that, we've seen the facts of that. It, it, it's crazy and, and you know my biggest issue with all of this is if we, no one likes R. Kelly for the things that he's done why do we continuously put him on a platform you know what I'm saying like this is still helping him out I just read today that uh, he got out of jail because somebody paid, paid his child support of $161,000 oh they paid that too yes someone wow yeah. and, and so you know, we over here and we're talking about R. Kelly should go to jail and this and that. Well, if we stop talking about R. Kelly, we start giving stop giving him a platform, he will eventually just die out and go to jail. Outrage. Is, is that what we're going back to? I mean, <laughs> it, it's it's hard to so it's one of it's one of those other things where you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. If you ignore it, they say, "Oh, you're ignoring it. You're not highlighting or showcasing right, that." Right. You know, there's there's a there's a legitimate problem. If you highlight it and you showcase it, you're like, why are you giving him a platform, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I think what the real thing is is that, you know, people are trying to put it out there and get to the truth, but he's a fucking performer. Yeah. He's a fucking entertainer. If you put lights, camera, action, he is going to is, fucking is, is entertain. Is the camera on me right yeah, now? Right. Is the camera right, on me? Right. He said that. He's an entertainer. Yeah. So unfortunately, even to get the truth, this motherfucker is still on stage, like, showing out. And boy, was he showing out. He had a platform to Jesus, show Jesus, Mary and Joseph, he's nuts. He is crazy. This guy's crazy. Somebody get him off the street. But you know why he can do that? Because he has supporters. He has yep. people that believe, that don't, excuse me, that don't believe the allegations. And therefore, he knows that he can go out there and make a fool of himself. And it's only going to benefit him because everybody's going to be like, look. Yeah, because to be honest, yo, like. I don't think he cares. Like so, doing that is, was was probably and definitely supposed to help out his image, right? Because, well, well, mm-hmm. because he went out there and he said what he said. If he actually went out there and told the truth, like that's a case. Like they, they're coming for you. Like word, word, you're word. guilty. Word. It's a wrap. So no, but I think he was trying to be the victim, and yeah, I think I don't think that, case right, but that didn't work. I don't think uh, I don't, did you guys. I, I wouldn't say it didn't work. I don't think it mattered at this point. People it worked on some people. People who believe so? him absolutely. believe him. No, I, absolutely. I I, I I think he lost some believers by the way he was acting. No, he didn't. I do agree with you that we we definitely need to stop giving him a platform. People are so mad about what's happening. Him getting bailed out of jail. Him going to McDonald's where he supposedly picked up underage underage girls. Mm-hmm. Like, stop giving him all this shine and. And let whatever is going to play out, play out. You're right. Because when you start, you're not feeding into the narrative that he's guilty. You're feeding into the narrative that he's single. And and that's exactly what's going to happen. So, yeah, I I mean, 
For me, the whole thing is crazy. And when I watched it, I was just kind of like, this is sick. This nigga is sick. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even know what a cult is, but I know I don't have one. What? Like, <laughs> what? Yo, like son, go go get some help. I, you know, I like, can't, you I, need help at that point. thinking, like, he needs to fire his publicist. Like, he should not be doing this. The one that was calming him down? Yeah, like, you, you, you don't need to be doing this interview. He doesn't have a publicist. He got people around him that... That act like they are enablers. That are still that are still looking for something, Sorry. thinking that he's gonna provide it. But he God, broke though. He's still getting off though. That's the crazy part. Man, rich he, people ain't never really broke. Nah, that nigga they're, said he they're probably no why he's broke. They're probably they got a, they got their hands in his pocket. They eating. Oh, <laughs> this nigga said crazy. I'm worried about my life. Yeah, that was but, that uh, was good. You said after that he should be uh, he should go into acting. He might get a TV show, a I reality mean, show. Trapped in the closet. Where he gonna be trapped now? Trapped <laughs> in an interview? Like that was he was that was trapped in an interview. That's what that was. Like he was he's an entertainer yeah. and he entertained. He did. I was thoroughly. The nigga cried on demand. I was thoroughly I, I heard there were other clips of the women. Did and, you, yeah, it, I, I didn't see those. Yet. I didn't see them, but I heard that the women were there and 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 he the, was, the R was in there too. In the talking back. about some yeah, shh trying yeah. to trying to send them signals and shit. Yeah. This guy's fucking nuts. Yeah, but hold on, did you hear that he has a, a a song that came out? No. Apparently, he had a song that came out. I didn't. It was on the radio. That I think can't it, be true. They, it's not true. It, they would have been. We would have heard heard about it. But I think it, they a were just one? BSing. A new but song. Was, yeah, I think they were just bullshit. Oh. But it was hilarious. It was like we got this track. He just got done with his interview. We got this track. Oh. I was like, yo, what? He put out. You know, I believe I can fly it's, too. It's becoming more of a joke than an actual serious thing, and that, that's my issue. It's kind of like. With all these antics and stuff and all these memes and stuff, we're forgetting what the bigger issue is here. And, you know, that leads me to my, my next thing with the, the whole Michael Jackson thing and the documentary. Did um, anybody see that? I, I didn't see the documentary. I saw half of it and I had seen enough. But what I'm going to say, and you know I was waiting for this, right? <laughs> I don't see fuckers out there keeping the same energy. Of course they're going to give me a reason why they're not keeping the same energy. But, you know, they're watching it. Oh, I don't believe him. He's like, and I just feel like people are just going to believe what they want to believe. Like, even R. Kelly, sorry to draw that, that comparison, but R. Kelly supporters are, were looking at, you know, that six-part series and said, I don't believe these chicks. Yeah, he, said, yeah. he, he did say all of them were lying. You know what I'm saying? Like, the only factual stuff was the evidence they showed about Aaliyah. Um, I mean, granted, there were a lot of people that corroborated the same story, um, so it was more believable, but this, this Michael Jackson thing, I, so the last time we had this conversation about, um, R. Kelly shit, we said, what did we think about the way it was done? I thought it was poorly done. Yeah. A lot of people said that. A lot I of thought it was said. super trash the way that it was done. Like the actual, uh, documentary. Document. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought too. I yeah. didn't think it was done well. Yeah. Although a lot of people thought it was. Oh, oh so you saw, you saw it as well. No, I'm, I'm talking about. We're talking about the initial R. Kelly documentary. No, I'm talking about Mark, Michael Jackson. Oh, sorry, I didn't see the Michael Jackson. Leaving thing. Neverland yeah, yeah. or forgetting Neverland, or whatever yeah, yeah. the fuck it was called. Leaving Neverland. Okay, yeah, yeah. no, I, that was like it was like okay, they start talking about Wade. Oh, by the way, here comes Jimmy. Now we're gonna talk about Jimmy, and then oh, Jimmy was this, Jimmy was that. Oh, by the way, like nothing about like Michael Jackson. They didn't even start by talking about Michael Jackson or try to try to. Try to help him, not not really help him, but just talk about why some of the antics that were going on with him was happening. They just jumped straight into, oh, this is Jimmy. Jimmy never really cared about Michael Jackson, but it all started the one faithful day that he was in a commercial. I was just like, and then, like, 
and then we had sex. What? Like it was just so like abrupt. Oh wait, when they brought the he sex. Said that? The, the people were talking about this stuff, like the the the, the victims. Yeah. Uh, and I'm watching, and I'm like, yo, it was kind of like too descriptive, if you know what I mean. Like, he, yeah, he was legitimately describing like acts to the point that it seemed like, fam, how you remember all that, yo? <laughs> like, like I don't know, I don't. He was remembering. Oh, so he had he had the big house. He had this room. We had sex there, and he had this room. We had sex there. Like. You you're married. I don't know if you remember everywhere that you've had Yo, sex with your that, wife. <laughs> Maybe like seven or eight years ago. Like these things almost sounded like fantasies. Right. Like, and I don't know the truth. I wasn't there, but I'm listening to it. It's like, like, dog, how do you remember everywhere that you had sex with Michael Jackson? I, I don't know, man. Yeah. For, for to me, detail. That was that was just a little. Just weird. to be clear, right? These are the two kids that. Uh, one of the two kids. Michael Jackson was, you know, he went to court for in the 90s and, you know, he beat the case, right? The charge or whatever. Yeah. Um, and here they are after he's dead and they're doing a documentary, right? Mm-hmm. This goes back to what I said last episode of a trend of these documentaries on these people, right? And, you know, I haven't seen the documentary, but one would wonder, like, is, is there some type of conspiracy going on or is it just... You know, the people at the top taking advantage of, of what's hot right now. What's hot is making, you know, these fucking documentaries about these people cases. Are we going to see a documentary about um, Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky? So uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good question. So the two, uh, the Wade Robson and, and James Safechuck. And Jimmy. Jimmy. Because my Jimmy. Um, I, and I didn't watch it, but I did speak to someone that watched it. And, you know, my response was, you know, well, what's, what's the point? Um, because with R. Kelly, you can pursue him. You can have a trial. With right. Michael Jackson, you know, he, he's he's dead and gone. What's the point? Yeah. So, you want to tarnish his brand, man. Um, from what this person was telling me, ideally, when there was a case, they kind of lied and said that nothing happened. And there was a third third victim that was saying that these things did happen. So they felt it necessary now to come and, I guess, you know, clear the air. Um, and so, you know, when I when I'm... When with this particular situation, you know, I I don't know, based off of the facts that I have and the information that I had growing up when things when this was going on, you know, I don't believe it to be true, right? I I do, however, wonder why do it in this way, you know? And I'm one of those people where, when somebody, you know, a lot of people feel that when somebody hurts you, you have to go to that person to get closure. And I'm not one of those people. I'm one of those people that you need to kind of find the closure within mm-hmm. yourself. And I look at this situation and I kind of say, you know, Michael Jackson is, is is gone at this point. You know, there's not going to be any trial. Like, what is it from you? What is it that you seek to gain in doing it in this way right. where it's a big production and it's so public? I, I And I'm just genuinely curious because to me, what I really want to see is, is, you know, them just going out and living their life and not feeling as if they have to come put on, a, make a big production as to what happened with Michael Jackson, whether or not you're trying to tarnish his image or not. Because I was, from what I also hear, that they didn't say anything negative about Michael. They just kind of said, they just kind of told the story that happened. And I'm like, why are you telling the story in this manner? Right. Like, what is, what's the next steps? You know, and... And I'm all for you want to get it out there 
But what else? Like, do you want to make money? If that's the case, say that. I heard they did too. Yeah, oh, I mean, they, they I, said I, that. I was going to yeah. say, oh, okay. like, this is not about closure, you know. And I'm not going to sit up it, here today. It may be. It may be. I'm not going to sit up here today and say that I believe Michael or I don't believe, you know, the victims or whatever. What I will say is, to me, what's clear is people are taking advantage of what's going on in today's world, and they're trying to get it back, including Oprah, who decided to interview these two men. After the show, I mean the documentary, and 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 to me, all this is being done in poor taste. I think HBO was trying to, you know, chase the bag, and Oprah was trying to chase the bag, you know, as well as these two victims. Whether they are victims or not, you know, everyone involved is trying to chase a bag, and um, you know, I think Obi Wan he he brings up a good point. Like, why are you doing this at this point when Michael Jackson is gone? What can you gain out of putting this story out there? The way that you did it, yeah. You know what I, I mean, yeah. I, I'm, I'm genuinely, I'm genuinely curious just to know. And you know, if it is for, it is if it is for for the bag, I would like to know that. I mean, it's not going to change my opinion on anything, but I just want to know so I can be like, okay, well, then it makes sense why you're doing this. Right? Why are you doing it this way? You know what I mean? And the reason why I say that I, I believe I don't know the facts based off of the story that they're telling now. I only know based off of the trial that he's been through, the investigation that he's been through, the denials that he said. So, you know, I haven't done any research to find out whether or not there's validity behind um, what they're saying. And, I, I think you know, one thing we only should, time will tell. One thing we should focus on, right, when we talk about this case in particular is, um, you know, the kids, they, they were children when they were almost put in front of Michael Jackson for whatever. And we need to talk about the parents and how they are, you know, raising their kids and how we are letting celebrities become gods, you know, to our kids. That was then though. And that again, so I mean, we 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 had a conversation. It still before. happens because if you if you take the R. Kelly situation, a lot of these parents are putting their kids in front of R. Kelly talking about help my child be a star. No, I'm talking about the whole aspect of of as gods like back then like celebrities were look really looked at as gods like michael jackson gets on stage and says something and people are passing, passing out, out and right, fainting and right. stuff like that. that shit don't happen no more at least i haven't oh, seen you'd it you'd be surprised i haven't heard of, i haven't heard about it no, um, not like know, how i did you, with michael though yeah but you <laughs> would you make a valid point like there, there's accountability to these parents i'm, yeah. I'm listening to to the mom on there and she said some nut shit and i was just like what you didn't think there was anything wrong with a grown man just hanging out with kids or wanting to hang out with kids? Yeah, yeah. You didn't. You you wanted to. I wanted to make sure they had their time. So so I stepped up. The fuck? He's a fucking stranger. You don't what? know this are you, nigga. Are you ki- what? Yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? Like, what? And, and yeah. it's unfortunate because we're not talking about that, and we need to be talking about that as well. I mean, that's just one of the ways. But it's International Women's Month, so I'm I'm not, I'm not gonna well, slander the mom. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, you know, like no, I mean that's just one of the ways that that parents fail their kids. I mean, look, if, if all these things are true, it doesn't absolve Michael Jackson from what he did. But I mean, there goes something to say about a parent supposed to protect your child, and yeah. you don't want to put yourself in a situation to where your child can, uh, uh, you know, potentially be victimized. Um, they were chasing. They were chasing the bag you know too. I mean? yep. They were definitely chasing Everybody's the bag. They wanted. Chasing to, the they want. Bag, they man. wanted to be. Uh, they wanted to be uh, famous. They were like, "Oh, you should put them in commercials." So I mean, there was there was an end game. Um, it, it, sometimes I mean, not sometimes, but 
I can almost look at it if I wanted to just start thinking about the weirdest and the most randomest of shit. It's like, to your point of them looking at, you know, the celebrities like they're gods, this was a sacrifice. Like, they were like, yo, this is my firstborn child. He is yours. Like, that's crazy. And nobody thought it was weird. They right. was only hanging out with little boys. It wasn't no little girls. Now, well, I thought it was weird. I will say this. In their defense, I mean, he lived at a place called Neverland. Where the girls at? I don't so I don't give a fuck. Not, I, I don't know what, staying over there. What I'm trying I'm to say, be there. What, what I'm trying to say is he he built a place that was inviting for kids. Yeah, like a fucking creep, right? <laughs> That's what creeps exactly. Oh, and he has and some the, creep, creepology and they in sh- him. For they should have caught that. They should have caught that. They should have caught on to that. You know, you know. That, that whole situation is just crazy. All of it. Even you know, even with the R. Kelly and and knowing, you know, he had previous allegations of sleeping with underage kids. And then you still going to him talking about, hey, take my daughter and, and help her to be, you know, successful. All of that is crazy. All of that is greed. And, you know, niggas just want the bag. And it has me wondering, right, because we talk about this all the time. And I think, you know, I, one day I just texted you and I was like, yo, keeping it real or keeping the same energy is just not realistic. You're not going to be able to do that. Because here you have some people who are like, oh, yeah. R. Kelly's a fucking creep. He's a pig. He's whatever. And then at the same time, they're like, "Nah, Michael's innocent. Michael's innocent." Well, but see, I don't, I don't think that's keeping the same energy. That's right? not even the energy I was ever talking about. I so what I think is keeping the same energy, and I, I you can speak to what you're talking about because what I think is if you if you look at both situations and you say both of them are um, are you know child molesters and the rapists and they're guilty. But you continue to support one over the other, that to me is not keeping the same energy. But if you look at these two situations and you agree that maybe R. Kelly is guilty and you think Michael Jackson is not guilty and therefore you want to continue to support him, I don't think that's the same as you not keeping the same energy because I think you view the situations in two different ways. You you view one as being guilty and you view another as not being guilty. And at the end of the day, when we look at these, all we have are we don't I don't know if there's any real true facts that we as the public have. Right. All we have are the words of the victims and the words of the accuser and accused FBI of the accused. investigation. You know what I mean? So you 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 take those. You believe what you want to believe. And then you say, I, I'm, I'm here with it or I'm not here with it. Yeah. But I, I, I do believe there are a lot of people out here who who are like, well, I don't care if Michael did it. I'm gonna still support him, and in that right there, that's not keeping the same energy, right? And that, and that's my angle is like, if you're gonna go so hard for something when you believe it's it's wrong, you should need to go as hard for something else when you believe it's when wrong. You believe it's wrong, Absolutely. not even necessarily like it has to be the same thing, but just oh, because they did this, you should you should boycott them. Oh, you should boycott. Why aren't you boycotting? Like, nah, don't fucking tell me what to do. But that's what I meant by keeping the same energy, and you know, put the same. Put the same energy, invest the same time. Like listen, listening to us, right? Just us, and we're not even as invested as most people are. We haven't even watched any of those things, right? To me, I would say like we didn't fully watch the R. Kelly one. You I, haven't watched the Michael. You did. I did watch fully watch R. Kelly. Okay. One. How long? How long is it? Is it the R. Kelly? She was like six hours. Yeah, it was, oh, okay. it was a lot of episodes. Yeah, oh, no, fuck well, I six watched, episodes. I watched all five minutes. Fuck each. that. I watched twelve minutes. I watched of all Kelly. but one. I watched the, all but the, one. The Michael Jackson shit is is um. Was 122 minutes per episode, and they have two. I don't got time for yeah, that. Yeah, I'm not that invested. So if no, you're right. invested, I would say like if you 
were really as gung ho as you are about you know seeking out the truth and you know pointing out these motherfuckers. If you invest six hours into finding out how creepy R. Kelly is, then invest the same six hours into finding out how creepy Michael Jackson is, <laughs> or Maybe that's not the reason why you're watching it. If you're watching it because you just want to be entertained, then I, and you watch Michael Jackson shit and you don't think it's entertaining, then I understand that aspect. But when you start acting like you know you are the judge, jury, and executioner of people after you find out about their shit, then I need you to be the judge, jury, and executioner the same way for other people when you find out about their shit. Yeah, and I think for me, when I talk about keeping the same energy, it's also across the board when it comes to you know, race and sex. And I feel like sometimes we don't do that. Um, there's been some women that have been caught up on some sexual allegations and we don't we don't talk about that, you know. There's been some white men who have who have done similar things to R. Kelly, Bill Cosby and um, Michael Jackson and we, we don't talk about them as much. And some people will argue like, you know, well, the black community talks about the black community. And I would say no, fuck that shit. We need to hold everyone accountable for what they, you know, what they have been accused of doing in the same way, right? Keeping the same energy, which is why, for me personally, I don't, I just don't think that's realistic. And um, actually, so you I, don't think it's realistic for you or for people? I don't think people can keep the same energy. I so think. What about you? Can you keep the same energy? I can try as much as possible, but I don't know. I mean, because if it's something that comes personal to me, then what? You know what I mean? Do I? Do well, I, 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 yeah. I mean, if we're you, Keep the same energy within what you feel passionate about, man. As best as you can is what I would say. But you know, I mean, like you if know. you don't, I, to me, I'm, I'm not even gonna lie. I, why I watched the R. Kelly thing is because I was pressed to watch it. This Michael Jackson thing, I ain't, I'm not about to watch that shit. Yeah, I, I don't think I'm watching I, these that two shit things. Unfortunately, I I do not. I'm not gonna involve myself in that. There are a whole lot of other things that I would definitely involve myself in, and you know, may feel more compelled, but. It's a lot. This is. I'm tired of these do- damn long ass documentaries about the See, same old shit that we've been hearing for it's, years it's, and years and years and fad, years yo. and years and years. That's what's popular, right? Yeah. It's a remake. Remakes are popular too. Yeah, Niggas yeah. is getting that bag off of this shit, yo. And you know, before we we move on, let's just can we can we talk about Oprah and what she she's doing and how no one is acknowledging that she's out here trying to get the bag. Like, like let's be real. Like she out. Like she, she supposed to be retired. She's doing, I, she doing interviews I, again? I don't, listen, I don't even know. You but know she didn't come out there so. talking about her boy, uh, Harvey Weinstein. She ain't do no fucking interview with, with with his victims. You know what I mean? Like, shit, like, like come on, She's yo. supposed to keep the same energy. I, I mean, like, when we talk about people within our community that's supposed to be supporting our community, this, to me, this doesn't look good. Well, that, Oprah is a questionable figure, um, I think, throughout her career as far as supporting... Um, Our community <laughs> Some important black people And I hope that I can segue this Into the next topic Right 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 um, but, And so I think Her Her motives Behind why And how she does things Have been questioned um, I think a lot Oprah just has Extreme power That Like It's it's not Going To make a difference Right um, But You know In speaking about All of this And and keeping the same energy I was kind of I was having a conversation uh, With my cousin And she was talking about it And uh, she had sent me a post And I know A. Mike Boogie said He saw that um, Somebody posted it And the post um, Somebody put it up And it said You know I'll never be black enough To think it's okay For a black man To rape black children Just because white people Do it too 
And ideally what she was saying to me was that, you know, she doesn't think it's okay that black people are going to sit here and support a, a rapist because he's black and the fact that white people are getting away with it as opposed to condemning him because it's just plain wrong. Uh, well, I think there's a fundamental issue there. I don't think that, you know, they are supporting them because I'm one of the people who, who have argued like we are over here and we're just throwing Bill Cosby in the trash when at the same time other white counterparts are doing the same thing. Now, that's not me defending Bill Cosby. You know what I'm saying? I feel like we need to be clear about that. I'm just saying keep the same energy if you want to you know, stay along that line of if you're going to condemn one person and put them in a jail and, and throw away the key, you need to do it to the same counterparts of the opposite race. And I don't think we do that enough. And, you know, it's not about supporting these black rapists or, or these black criminals. It's about, for me, I want to see the white man who's doing the same thing get the same type of treatment. And I think, you know, you can do both. Yeah, I mean, but you know, we, we, we've had this conversation, especially with the Bill Cosby, where, right. you know, we talked about the conspiracy. I mean, the perception, I, is, I believe, is always going to be that if we say that there's a conspiracy out here to get, you know, our black figures and that they're not doing the same for their white counterparts, the perception is going to be that we support right. and are okay and that's with, incorrect, 100%. Um, and I, I I can't, I don't know if I want to say it. it. It is incorrect if that's, you know, that's how you feel. Right, my stance, yeah. But what I'm saying is that I think the bigger thing here is really just kind of listening to people and and accepting their opinions. You know, there are some things that are just plain crazy. You know, they're, that are just plain crazy. But if I, if I sit here and say that I don't think it's okay that they keep going after black people and not going after white people. You may not like that statement because you may believe that I'm saying that they should stop going after black people. Right. Um, but that's your that at that point, let's have that conversation. But two, respect my opinion and my thoughts in the same way you want me to respect yours when you sit here and you say that. I'm wrong or Word. that this person and, and I'm just speaking in general right. like this is something that we don't do in this day and age with with people being on opposite ends of, of everything that's that's really happening is we don't want to take the time to listen to what somebody else is saying and actually respect that and be like okay I get how you feel I don't I don't agree with it but I don't think you're a shit person because of that I feel like that fine that's what we do a lot well you ain't shit or like you need to you need to feel this way, and I'm like that's that I'm I am my own person. I don't have to see it the way you see it. I mean I don't know, man. For me, the black community is just as like as OG would say, we are perfectly fucked. And I don't know everybody. I don't know if we're gonna be able to come together and do some of the things that we want to do because we don't look at things all the same, and we get condemned if we don't look at it the same way. You know, other people do, and you know it's a big issue because there are some people who support R. Kelly. There are some people who support Bill Cosby. There are some people who support um, Michael Jackson, and there are some people that, that support Jesse. And you know, the most recent case of whatever. And you know, there's people on the opposite sides, and it seems like 
because one supports the other, we're bumping heads. So I think usually when these issues happen is because of timing, right? So it's it's the timing of things in that, you know, when a certain topic comes up, um, like, for example, Black Lives Matter. Right. Somebody else comes and says all lives matter, right. which feels like you're discounting uh, the, the topic at hand. When somebody comes out and says, uh, Bill Cosby raped me, and then somebody else comes out and says, oh, they're just trying to put the black man down. It feels like the person that's saying you're just trying to put the black man down mm-hmm. is discounting yeah. what you know the first claim is. Right, right. Uh, and I think ultimately what everybody is saying is that they just want justice overall. Right. They're saying that they want justice for uh, uh, the women who have been molested by or assaulted rather, sorry, women, uh, who have been assaulted by Bill Cosby. Uh, and then there's another faction saying we want justice overall. We want people who are uh, of other races who have done the same thing that Bill Cosby has done mm-hmm. to also be brought to justice as well, the same way that you know Bill Cosby has been brought to justice because we've seen situations where that doesn't happen. We've seen uh, young white boys rape women and mm-hmm. leave them in a dumpster yep. and get six months in jail. We're saying that we've seen these things and and the two things are now correlating. We've seen drug dealers sell coke and go to jail for a lesser amount of time than we've seen black people sell crack and go away forever. We're all saying the same thing. Unfortunately, sometimes we're saying it at the same time and we're, 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 we're you know, there's a juxtaposition where we're both, you know, jockeying for position. <laughs> word. Yeah. I, well, the only thing I would say is... That was I, a bar, too. Dang, it, that's get, why I say I word. My, I ain't get my accolades. <laughs> Nigga, I said <laughs> word. <laughs> well, the reason why I say word is because I think when we speak about justice, are we talking about justice for the victim or justice for the accused? And I think it's two different things. Right. And, exactly. and And that's part of the problem because there are people that are always going to support the victim and there's nothing wrong with that. Even if this sounds completely crazy and outlandish, kind of like with Jesse, right? right? And then there are people that are always going to support the accused even if it seems totally plausible, kind of like with Bill Cosby. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think at the end of the day, we all at some point have to, when when it turns out to be one way or the other, we got to be able to own up to that and say, all right, well, you know, this person did X, Y, and Z, or this person maybe lied about X, Y, and Z, and we got to keep that same energy. But when we're talking about justice, I mean, how are you looking at justice compared to how this person looks at justice? I find that with women, they're gonna they're always gonna look at justice for the woman. And I, I, I understand that. You know what I mean? I definitely understand that. Right. And then I find out with fans, right? These super fans, they're always gonna look at justice for their quote unquote role model, you know, quote unquote person that they looked up to, quote unquote person that they love. And I get it and I understand that. You know, and which is why I, I I've always said I've been saying today Bars. actually that you can't, <laughs> you can't. It's, it's it's impossible to keep the same energy because you, you're going. That energy goes according to to what's personal to you. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, man. Yeah, that's true. I will say, I will admit, I want people to keep the same energy, but I also will admit that there may come a time where I won't keep the same energy, and I I know and I recognize that. Right. However. You should keep the same energy. <laughs> try. At least try. You know what I'm saying? And, and let's put all all these niggas in jail that have committed a crime. Not just... I agree with that, you too. You know, the black man, not just the, the black woman. You know, let's put the, all the motherfuckers in jail if they have committed a crime. You know? 
That's what I asked for. But um, I saw this on Instagram the other day, and it had me thinking, like, this is the second time he's done this, and, and is there something to it? So um, Will Smith will be playing Serena Williams' father um, in a new, I guess it's a new movie or whatever about his life. And I was like, wait a minute. This nigga's way darker than him. <laughs> they probably could have got somebody else that, one, you know, can look a little bit older like Serena's father or, or look a little bit younger like he looked when he was young. That's of his complexion. And then, you know, I, you know, one of this rabbit horns like, wait a minute. Will Smith played a Nigerian doctor. There's a lot of Nigerian actors out there. Why did they choose Will Smith, who was one, light-skinned, and two, doesn't have a fucking accent? Then I went even deeper. I was like, wait a minute. Didn't Zoe Zaldana get into a situation because she played Nina Simone? And she even had to put on blackface just to be her complexion? So, you know, I was just wondering, is there something to this? You know what I mean? And I'm just wondering, like, what do you guys think? Like, Yes. <laughs> there's something to it. I don't believe there's something to it when it comes to Serena Venus Williams, this movie about uh, their father. No. Um, I don't think there's anything to it as it relates they to that. Could, they may have requested for Will to play their yeah, dad. Which, which yeah. is what I've heard the Nigerian <laughs> doctor did. And, and, and I believe Nina Simone's family was okay with Zoe's all done. I have to double check on that. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, I, I do think that it comes an issue when... It comes an issue when I think there are a lot of qualified actors and actresses who can play that role. Absolutely. However, right? You know what I mean? It, but it, Will Smith is a qualified actor. I think he can play that role. So I think it's business. okay. I don't it's think still Will Smith is a qualified actor. What? Okay. I don't think he's done anything good in a long time. What? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's fine. That, that's a matter of opinion. Yeah, it is. <laughs> what's the last, but, and you're entitled to yours. I mean, what's the last good movie he's done? I didn't. Did you think he was good as a Nigerian doctor? Oh, I did not watch I that. Did, I didn't watch okay. that movie. But, um, I, I, I just didn't like his. You know me. Did you, did I'm a, you I'm, think I'm a he was good accents, in that so. uh, DC DC movie? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, you thought he was good mm-hmm. in whatever he? Yeah, yeah. I thought he was good in Focus. I thought Focus was great. Yeah, yeah he's in Focus. Seven pounds. But anyway, I, th- we're going off topic. We're not. It's not about Will. It's not about Will, right? <laughs> but it is. <laughs> yeah. I guess it is about Will. It's not about Will. <laughs> but it also speaks to a bigger issue. Yeah, the bigger issue is quote unquote. But it's. I think we have to be factual in movies that are factual. If we're talking about a movie and race is involved and colorism is involved, Mm -hmm. yes, please have it. Please have an actor that can support that. That can support that role in that image. I, I, you know, I don't know. So with Nina Simone, I can kind of understand because in the era in which she, um, Mm -hmm. in the era in which she was popular and famous and did her thing mm-hmm. I, can, I can understand that I can also understand it when it comes when it relates to women dark-skinned women not getting these roles I can absolutely understand that um, I can also understand that from a perspective of Zoe Zaldana who has only been in roles where her opposite maybe except for one movie was a white man yeah. I can the completely only, the only one movie would probably be the one with Denzel or something like that no, no Drumline yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so I can completely, I can I'm completely sorry. understand that. I can also understand it from the fact where you have to make her darker to fit that role. I can completely understand that, and so that's why I say it is an issue because we do know that it happens. But let's not stretch the issue. 
Is you know what, what I mean? This shit sounds like a stretch, man. It, 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 for, for this Will Smith shit, it's a stretch. The Will Smith one is definitely a stretch. Even with, it, even it, with the, even with the like concussion a, movie, it's it a stretch. Like a like to con- me. Concussion, do I think that another actor could have played that role? Yeah, I think uh, Buddy from uh, the UK. David. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I think he yeah. would have done a great job as the doctor. But, you know, it was Will Smith. And... You know, sometimes these things happen where, and we don't know what's going on behind the scene, right. right? And all we can do is just guess, but I can also speak on the facts of what I know is that sometimes movies are funded by certain people. Those people, because they're putting their money behind it, say, this is who I want in it. People doesn't, don't, people don't. Doesn't make it right, though. That's kind of my Why point. doesn't make it wrong, though? I mean, because they can say, I want a white person to play this role every single time. Are you going to be okay with that? Well, it happened in... Um that could, that's an issue. That means thunder. What's that movie Catching Fire with Katniss? Apparently, in the book, she's a dark skin, but she was played by a white girl. I, I and and that, that's a problem. We got to be careful about I, that. That, right? that is well, indeed but, a problem. But what's the problem? The problem is people spend their money how they want to, or people portraying something that you don't like. I, I think both. I think when you say spending, oh, I'm, not, your, I'm never gonna come. When, when you say spending your money how you want to, yeah. yes, that's fine. But if if all these rich white men are around here making sure that only rich, I mean only white people are getting the benefits of that, you're going to have a problem on how they but, are spending their money. But that's what's happening, though. Yeah, and that is that a problem, happen. especially I, in the education system where they make sure they take care. Okay, calm down. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm just saying, like, we gotta be careful when you no, say. No, you gotta be careful in the way you say it. It's like. You you wanna you wanna appeal to these people and people say I shouldn't have to appeal to them but I can't never get mad at anybody for spending their money how they want to, if especially if they're not directly hurting anybody. Yeah, you, but is this a private funded movie? I don't know. I'm just saying, I, and this is probably off topic. All I was saying is that sometimes certain things happen a certain way and people decide that they want to spend their money how they it's want a cop to. Out. People, it's not a cop out. If you get married, you decide how you want to do your wedding based it, on it, how the reason based why on the a, fact that you're spending your money. The reason why it's a cop out is because you can use it for things like that. But when white people say that about why they are continuously no, choosing white people that. in their businesses, well, that's what I'm saying. It's a cop out because you're right. You can spend your money. It's not a cop out if I'm not saying it. <laughs> If you're not saying what? I'm not saying what you're saying. You're saying that you can choose to spend your money however you want Absolutely. to, right? And I'm saying to you, a person that says that as an excuse for why they choose to a white person over a black person. But that's not what I'm saying. But that's what that's <laughs> okay. how that comes off. That's what off. you're talking no, about. No, no. What I'm saying is when you say that and someone then takes that reason, it's a cop out. It's a cop out. No, it could be a truth. It could be the truth. Right, you can spend your so, money however you want. So to, right? I, I own my so you own can only, business. If you choose to I only just, hire black people, is that a cop out or is it a truth? It's still a cop out. That's wrong. It's wrong. How's that wrong? It is wrong that you choose to only hire because I've heard you say so many times no, that you've heard me say that we should promote black businesses, right? No, but, that's not. I, if you let me finish, I'll tell you what you've said. <laughs> go ahead. You like to bring your own people on, you right? Like to put your own people on. That's so not, if you have your own business and you. And you do it solely to put your own people on. I'm not going to just only put my own black people on. Majority, maybe, but not all, is what I'm saying. Then that's not right. But when we get into this this term of my money, I do it my way, it can become dangerous. And that's what I'm saying. So, yes, I mean, both of you guys are right, right? Especially when you're talking about um, in the sense that maybe you want to have a white director do a movie about a, 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 a black, somebody of African American person, but yet chooses to bring on his own actors, and he's only ever worked with 
white actors, yeah, right? Dangerous. That that right there is, is crazy. And, he, and then he says, "Well, it's my movie, yeah. right?" No, but, but but see, that's not that's not what the problem is here. That's well, no, because it's not it's not a black or white thing. Now it's a it's a dark skin versus light skin, and now we're getting a little bit too particular, and it's just like. I think you're I mean, damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. Colorism in that sense is a real thing. Even in Nigeria, we yeah. know it to be a yeah, real it's, thing. It's, yeah, it's a I, thing. I just think that it's not something that we should be so particular and picky about with every movie versus making a general statement saying that we need to rid get rid of colorism in 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 this industry. I think if you if you it's one thing We've seen worse stuff than Will Smith playing a, a dark skinned actor. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying this is the, you know what the I, world type shit. I'm not but. right. I'm not saying that you are, but I'm saying that people are mad at Will for playing a a, a green blue genie. Oh, are they? Yes. Listen, people like, get mad at skinny people for pick, playing fat characters. Yeah. You go down this rabbit hole, this shit is gonna get fucked, and then nobody can do shit. Well, yes. we all just gonna look at each other because because yes. that, that, that fat person is thinking, well, I could have gotten that role. Because these skinny people get all these other roles. Why can't I get a role that actually fits my body type? So right? you, it's, that's a problem. That's, it's you, not a problem. But wait, it is a problem. But don't put don't that don't problem. put that on that person. Don't put that on Will. Don't put that on this movie. There could be a very particular reason why they chose Will Smith for this movie. Okay, I mean that's true. And it, it could, could be, be it could be it could be Serena and Venus. It could be their father. It could be the director. It could be whatever. It could have been the first the, the ten dark skin um, actors were not available. Idris Elba is gonna go star in Suicide Squad two because Will Smith is starring in this movie. He just Elba ain't available. So what I'm saying, there could be reasons. So we shouldn't solely put this on this movie. We should highlight that it is an actual issue and that it's happening. But I don't think we should condemn well, I, this one movie because of that. Especially yeah, I, I when, don't know if I'm condem- condemning or I'm just bringing it to people's attention. Like, hey, this is the second one. Is this going to become a thing? <laughs> we're, we're getting Will Swift because he's a big name in the industry playing all colors, all types of colors, black people. Like, is that what's going to happen now? I mean, listen, man, that's, it's, it's a, it's a there, rabbit hole. And it's just wild because it, it came to a point where, uh, you know, there were American actors saying, why are all these British actors getting American roles? You do it like that, nobody's going to get a chance to get on, period. Like, maybe that's the chance for somebody to get on or or something else. It's Nothing's going to get done if everybody's nitpicking and shit. I'm just getting mad at the nitpicking shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, especially when it's not a stark contrast. Like, it's not like you got a white guy and put blackface on him and say, play uh, Serena Williams' father. That shit sounds nuts I think it's, to me. Yeah, and it's, and I no, no offense to Serena Williams' father. He did a good job raising his... his Kids, but who was he? Well, we we finna find out, nigga. Like, they feel like it's important to have a movie about him, right? We finna he, find out. Uh, there's been a lot of movies about unimportant people. Uh. <laughs> Dead ass. Well, apparently he is important because Will Smith, who you know a lot of people think is a star, is playing him, right? Uh, yeah, Will Smith did a Netflix movie. So I mean, at this day and age, people people are doing roles that they find interesting. I I do I I agree with I the great that if we can't nitpick every single issue because. Yo, that would just be a lot. Like, it's, it's let's, a lot. Let's, 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 go, let's, let's go down this road. And to your point, sometimes people are not available. So you, so, so now because you want to, you want to be so like, you know, you you have you have a deadline, right? You have a budget. You you go through all this stuff, and again, I'm not saying this is what happens, right? But you get somebody, or you think you have somebody, and it doesn't work out. Somebody gets injured, whatever the case might be, and you just want to be like, "Fuck, I I got a budget, I got to finish this shit." 
I got to get the next person off the street that I can get that's going to help or is maybe on the same level as somebody else. Right. And you get somebody and here comes somebody and say, oh, but this person is not this, this person is not that. When it comes to big movies or like big things like that, I guess from that perspective, I understand. If it's like a Lifetime movie, like the, how they casted that tall, light-skinned guy to play Damon Dash <laughs> for Aaliyah's movie. That, like, was it Lifetime or was it VH1? That shit just I didn't, I didn't see that. That movie. shit looked <laughs> nuts. I'm just saying when it looks like, to me, okay, so, so for me, it's when it looks nuts, I'm just like, so then so, to me, I'm just not going to support it. So this doesn't look nuts to you is what you're saying? Nah, not to me. It doesn't look nuts to me. It's like. I, I mean, and I get what you guys are saying, but what, I, what I'm also saying is, yeah, one or two times, no big deal. But if it starts to become a trend where, you know, like you said, with the whole British actors taking American movies, like I can see why somebody can get frustrated if it's a trend where they're constantly, because we do that. Like if something is successful, you're going to keep going back to that same type but, of thing, but not right? just that, because it's cheaper. I know that's what the fuck is going on. Like, the same shit is happening in the United States. We are going to India to get all this help to do some of the technical work that we need, because that shit is cheaper. Yeah, and, some, and people in the United States are getting upset. Yeah, I, I mean, I can see why some people would be mad about that. I mean, it's like, you can spread the love a little bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, spread it around. It doesn't so, have to be concentrated. It always on, comes back to that yeah. bottom line. And <laughs> as it relates to this movie, it's based off of, so, you know, you know, his Richard Williams, he is mm-hmm. he is more than just a nobody. You know, I'm not trying to say he's not no he's not somebody. But he wrote a memoir. It's based off of that. So I would assume that he's okay with this. Yeah, I'm sure he is. It's Will Smith playing you. So he, you know, so, the, you so know, what's your problem? Right. What's anybody else's problem? <laughs> so I didn't say I had a problem. I'm just saying like is I'm becoming a trend for Will Smith. Yes. Like are are people purposely so, choosing so, Will so, Smith? So the two examples that you talked about, right? Mm-hmm. We we heard at least that's what Obi Wan said. Was that the Nigerian doctor said they wanted, yeah, they wanted Will Smith, him. right? Right. And but, but and I Serena's also, dad wanted Will yes, Smith. And I could also say that's part of colorism. We have been bl- 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 we've been brainwashed, <laughs> okay. to believe that someone of a lighter complexion uh, would would do better. Can, looking. I can I see how you, you. I can see how you could take it there. All right, yeah. hey, but you're right. Maybe that's not the perspective that I mean, we, don't, we, don't, we don't know, right? So <laughs> I got a question: there. Who who? Because who else? y'all right, who yeah, else? That's what who I else what? Who would play this role? Well, who who did you say before? No, no, no. I'm talking. I'm asking you, a Mike. <laughs> who would play what? Um, His father. Oh, Idris Elba could play the father. Okay, who um, else? Idris Elba is tall as that's, shit. That's fine. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I mean, that's fine. Who else? Who else? And then we start nitpicking like that. That's what's gonna happen. You're he, right. But... He just has a British accent. He can't play the role. Uh huh. Well, he played he the played, guy in the wire. He played an American guy in the wire. <laughs> and this is where we talk about keeping the same energy, right? <laughs> you, can't, you can't ask me a detailed question like that and expect me to answer it now. Okay, I can well, give you an answer. What, 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 what I was going to say, though, what I was going to say is that there are, I, I think if people had a choice of actors, mm-hmm. any actor that you're going to name, they're going to choose Will Smith over that actor. That's, 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 that's Morris Chestnut could have done, but he don't got hair. <laughs> like <laughs> if 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 you're trying, ball people go, people here are gonna be upset that if, ball people are taking their roles. If if okay. you you know if you want the movie I'm to be done you, well, man. and you think that this is the actor that can can make it happen, I mean that's the actor you're so gonna you, pursue. You, you guys are really putting Will Smith up there as far as acting. Uh, everybody does. I, oh, okay. He's yeah. a star. I'm saying that I mean, he's I, a star. So I think he was, he was very good in acting, and then it kind of fell off a little bit. Well, I think he was he was very calculated in the roles that he chose, and he particularly chose roles that he didn't have to do a whole lot in. But I mean, I think he's a great actor. I think he. 
I am legend. He was the only motherfucker in that. I think he did a good job. Yeah, that was a seven pounds. The entire time. That was, right. that was seven good pounds. Robot, like. Seven pounds was a good movie. I robot. So he has the ability. Pursuit Maybe he doesn't robot. always do it, but he absolutely does have the ability. I mean, that's like people. Yo, if that's the case, then we could say the same thing about Denzel. Everybody thinks he's a great fucking actor, but well, he always plays the same goddamn role. And, and George, I had, George Clooney. I had that. George Clooney. I had that argument for the that's longest for, that's, time. That's for his ass. I don't like George Clooney. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Because he does, though. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I get what you guys are saying. Let's not, you know, forget here. I'm only saying there's a possibility that that could be something that's Sounds going like on. people are trying to start shit. And I guess that's what I don't well, I, like. I don't know if people are actually trying. I'm the one that brought it up. Oh, so are you trying to start yeah, shit? I mean, well, <laughs> no, no, no. It's a controversy. <laughs> oh, it is? Yeah. I saw it and I was just like, hmm, another, another dark skin man you're playing. It's, okay. it's, it's a controversy. You going to choose Will Smith to play you? No, but that's that's me though. Even though, don't get me wrong, I like Will Smith. I watch. I've probably seen all his movies except fucking Concussion. Like, okay. I've liked Will Smith since I, for, for life, for like a long right, time. Right. So, but, you know, I wouldn't say that I want Will Smith to play me. Like, it's not a thought that I would have, actually. You know what I'm saying? I, I would like the best person who can portray me is, is, is my view. But if I'm not the one back in the project and they say, yeah, no, uh, we want somebody who's going to bring some dollars in. Because that's all that matters at the end of the day the is green. dollars. And, 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 and sometimes. So the only color that matters is green. Yeah, absolutely. That's the colorism that's really, really happening. And okay. sometimes people like Jordan Peele go off on a ledge. You know what I'm saying? They, they trust their abilities to create content rather than to, to, uh, to uh, you know, appeal to the masses by having right. uh, a certain star power be the, the, the star of their, of their movie. Which is what I, I, I thought, you know, all good directors and writers would I do. Th- I think those things are some of the best shit that ever happens. I yeah. just know that not everybody looks at things from that, from that perspective and a lot of people just want to see a star in the, in the, yeah. on a show. Like, oh, Will Smith said it? I'm going to see it. Matter of fact, this nigga that he just pulled up could play, play him. Who's that? Uh, Mark, he's light skinned too, Mahershala Ali. Is he light skinned? I don't know. That I'm tired of seeing his ass. Just like I'm tired of seeing Samuel Jackson. And you know, Mahershala Ali has not been in a lot of shit. He's a good actor. Though. But he, no, he is a great actor. He did a great job in True Detective. I'm just starting to get tired of seeing him. I've just been seeing him. <laughs> I saw him in Luke Cage. Then I started to see he got the sci-fi movie yeah. coming out. I saw him in True Detective. He was just in uh, the one joint that he just won an award for. I'm Green like, Book. I, I fam. I fam. Green Book was fantastic. So, I fam. I I'm, I'm, I'm getting tired of seeing him. So but maybe he's just gonna do it, and we'll be, I'll just be accepting. No, like I mean I he could be the new, he could be the new uh, Denzel or Samuel. Oh, like, I mean he already has a he already has an award. So True. yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, I mean look, to the original topic of colorism is you know is a real thing I think that needs to be addressed. However, yeah, you know, we can't be. It's almost like the the what is it the boy who cried wolf, uh-huh. and so at one point we're gonna continue to cry about these these specifics each and every single time that is we're going to become numb to it and i think we have to do we the better thing to do is to say it's an issue in the industry and cite these examples versus saying versus attacking every single movie that's not like that especially yeah. when we don't know why this person was cast from the root like i like the attack yeah. from like like from the source not you know after it's already grown and it's spread legs well, you know, we are on a podcast. So. <laughs> I know, I get it. <laughs> Look, man, the mob, they love you and they hate you. And they love you again. It's like it's like uh, ancient times, the Roman Empire. Shit. The same Coliseum and shit. Yeah, man. That's only half if they like you. You guys done? 
That is even the half of what they might do. Yeah, yeah, Don't yeah. believe me? Ask Michael. <laughs> <laughs> you know I was going somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> but um, what do you guys think about how the NFL medicates, you know, uh, their injured players? Do you think there's better methods of, of dealing with that? Uh, you should school me on that. Yeah, I'm not too versed on how they medicate their players. So I, I've been... I, I I've do been, know they shoot them up. Yeah, <laughs> I've been hearing that some of the medication that these players are taking are causing, you know, a lot of harm to their body mm-hmm. during and after, you know, their careers are over. Like, you know, liver issues, um, you know, brain... or Just organ issues. And, and the argument is, is that weed is a healthy way of um, dealing with some of those injuries. And it seems like, you know, the NBA has fallen in line. I think even, you know, the Major League Baseball is, is working on it. And some of these other major sports are working on it. But when it comes to the NFL, they refuse to fall in line. I mean, they have, as far as testing, have reduced how much uh, weed content you can have in your blood as mm-hmm. far as being, um, you know, crossing the line. But in general, they still have an issue with athletes that do marijuana. And... You brought this up that mm-hmm. the Cowboys defensive lineman, I'm, what's his name? I'm not sure. Oh, David, David Irvin. David Irvin decided that he was going to end his career early because he just got suspended for a whole year for um, tested positive for drugs. And this is the third time he's done it. And as he was announcing to the world <laughs> that he was retiring or he was quitting football, this nigga was smoking a blunt. Mm-hmm. And for him, he said it's not about. Uh, the weed is not about not loving football because he loves football. Uh-huh. It's about the NFL and how they perceive something like this. He doesn't look at this as, as a drug. So is he smoking for the pain or because there are different ways that you can right? I think you can I think take it's a, care it's, of I think that. it's a number of two things with even with uh, CBD, right? Um, so what is it? Is it that he just wants to smoke? I think it's, it's two things. I think it is pain, and he, you know, he likes to smoke weed, and he doesn't view weed as a drug. Because in the statement, I'm sorry, he says, "I could be on far worse things that the NFL prescribes to the players." You're right. So my problem with that is he wants to highlight an issue by going against <laughs> the rule. I mean, and and so look, everybody knows weed ain't as bad as they tell us. Everybody knows that. Everybody is damn near smoking weed. But you know you're not supposed to smoke weed in the NFL. Which is a lot of people's arguments, yeah. So, argue that that's the wrong decision by still following the law, the rule. <laughs> well, I mean... Because, to me, I, I, you're a dummy. <laughs> well, in his defense, he says, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going... He, they say, he said they're not going to Colin Kaepernick me. I'm going to do it to myself. Yeah, no. Uh, okay. No, that's the same argument. Sorry, guy. That's what as, he said. As far as medicine there, there, goes. There was no rule about me. <laughs> like, like, you as, tried it though, sir. As far as medicine goes, it's not even just the stuff NFL is prescribing. It's the stuff that you can go to the pharmacy and get that is far worse than marijuana. Than, than marijuana. We know this. Right. Like that's that's nothing new here. So I don't I don't really quite understand their argument or their issue. Weed is not legal, so you shouldn't do it. 
No. Period. I agree. I agree. I, I think mean, he was a dumbass. Like, <laughs> if it's not legal and it's against the law, against against policy. the rules, against policy, whatever, mm-hmm. don't do it. Now, if you want, and there are a lot of things we can address here. The stuff that they're prescribing people, yes, there's side effects. Now, granted, a lot of these things, these side effects are like less than 0.001%. That's not a lot of people. A lot of people are not doing that. Are not getting that. Mm-hmm. However, there are, I feel there are more stuff out there that is worse for your mind than it actually is for your body. Yes, if you're taking freaking painkillers every day, something like an NSAID, like Advil, mm-hmm. or or Motrin, yes, that's gonna that's gonna mess up your liver. But you're probably drinking every day as well, and that's gonna mess up your liver too. Mm-hmm. Smoking, it's the same energy. Dad. Smoking is going to mess <laughs> up your lungs. Like if you're gonna kill yourself one way. And smoking, I mean, shit. You and but you don't want to kill yourself in another way. I, I'm just saying we got to be smarter about how, especially NFL players. This is why they do that shit. That they're mean. they're dumb as fuck. <laughs> I mean, majority I'm not going that far. But my thing is, that's the hill you want to die on. Like that's what you want to. That's like like. <laughs> Listen, I just hope like Josh is me Joe King. Like like right? Is this Joe King? <laughs> I like, hope, Josh I, Gordon. Like really? I just hope he's been smart with his you, money. You legit. Cannot stay away from it to make a living. Yeah, when like, so many people actually are. So, so if it's that, if it's that, because of that, you don't want to make a living anymore. Listen to how that sounds. He sounds like Ricky Williams. Maybe in, in his defense, he's saying, "I don't need football to make a living." He loves football, okay, but you how know. Is he gonna, okay, I mean, who knows? He might find another way. I mean, listen, I think it was stupid get, for him to go. On the internet, and those the way he did it, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was yeah. it was distasteful. I didn't, I didn't, I, I didn't definitely, think it was, yeah. It's, I get, but I get he's you trying. You just look to, like you want to get high. Yeah. Like you're not really Where, fighting anything. And, you look like you just want to get high. Yeah, and the painkillers, as I said, that the NFL is using. Trust me, it's being prescribed way more outside of the NFL. Like you think so? Absolutely. Same thing with antibiotics. Them huh. shits are are your kids are not gonna have any fucking antibodies. Because they're all being killed off by these antibiotics. Yeah. Like, there's a reason why people still catch the flu. Like, these strains, they're just not working anymore. So, like, we're over-prescribing in a lot of ways. We got to start taking care of our bodies yeah. in, uh, in other ways that isn't, we're not ingesting any chemical into our bodies in, in more natural ways. So, obviously, weed is going to be better. But, like, there's downfalls of that, too. You do anything too much, so it's not a good thing. I though. wonder, uh, do you have him queued up on there? I'm just wondering how old he is. Like, how old is this guy? No, I didn't I didn't really you know, look him he, up. Is he an immature dumbass? Or? I mean. He looked like it. <laughs> I mean, just based off of what he did. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't know, man. I get kind of what he was saying. But, yeah, in the end, it does seem like, nigga, you just like weed overworking. Right. And listen, man. More power to him. I, w- I wish him health. Me too, and I, I, I wish him success. I hope endeavors. you know he's been smart with his money, and he comes out on top. You know, I feel like if um, Marshawn Lynch says something like that, like he can back it up. He's he's twenty five, going on twenty six. Oh, he's a dumbass. Marshawn Lynch is not going to do it that way. Though. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Like, I mean, there, there are a lot of people that are advocate for this stuff, and they're doing it in different ways. Hey, hey, get I, I get it. You know, there are some Malcolm X's and there are some Martin Luther Kings. You know what I mean? Like. You want to go hard and do things in a 
aggressive way. No, he's going to regret this. Cool. Mind you, this was the third time he got suspended. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not the first time. Yeah. He, he can't stay away from this Come on. He's, he's not a disciplined individual. That's true. Then you pick the wrong profession. Like It's like I'm a federal, if I'm a federal government worker, right? Because weed is still illegal federally. Yeah. Right? And I decide, oh, I'm going to keep smoking. Forget my job. I'm going to go get another job somewhere else. It's like, can you get that other job first? <laughs> like, do you really have to smoke that bad that you're going to jeopardize like your, your livelihood? Even if you want to fight the fact that you know smoking weed is, is good for you. Cool. Fight that. But fight. don't throw away like your livelihood just right. because of that. And another thing is, is one thing for him to say that he, he thinks it's BS if it was your first time. Right. Like you've already been in trouble three times, and now it's BS. You can't follow the rules now. That's why it's BS. Yeah, you're, you're suspended. That's why it's BS. I, I think we can all agree on this one that he's a dumbass. <laughs> yeah, and he has a drug problem. <laughs> no, but I'm not gonna agree that he's a dumbass. But I definitely think he has a drug problem. You know, so um, or authority problem, or yeah. both, or discipline problem. Discipline problem, definitely. Yeah. But more power to him. Yeah, I about to say more power to him. I, you know, I hope he's uh, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> Based on that video, man, <laughs> I'm gonna say no. At least Kaepernick had solid support. Yeah, <laughs> nobody's gonna down this hill with you, he, bro. He, like you, yeah. you, you, you on the hill by yourself. He was, he's looking you, for that. <laughs> look, I hope he can come back like Ricky Williams, though. <laughs> he's already suspended a year. Enjoy. No, he's suspended indefinitely. Yeah. Oh. And after that shit that he just pulled on the internet, he ain't coming back. <laughs> You're a liability now yeah. because the rules are still there. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he may be lucky because he's 25. Maybe he sits out like two years and decides. And, and the, you know, and the other thing is, you can go get a medical marijuana license to be able to smoke weed. I think for I, the NFL, though, I don't think you can I, do I think it with the NFL. NFL. I don't think you can do it for the NFL. No, you can do it NBA. I They're feel, very strict. Oh, maybe, okay, so yeah, maybe the NFL that's is very strict. Yeah. Um, yeah. How, how are we doing on time? One seventeen. Oh, this is awesome! You guys want to go into uh, shout outs, or you got anything else? Let's do shout outs. I guess man, I'm, I'm following your lead. Yeah, man. Right. Well, because you said this is awesome, so I was like, I, "What I else was you like, got up your sleeve?" I thought you were going to something else. Like you yeah. had more to talk about. No, I was saying it was awesome because were, you know we're not, not a lot of talking. Yeah, exactly. Like you yeah. know, some people have been complaining two hours is too long. So yeah. here we are. I was seventeen, so I, I think I like the way. Um, Obi Wan, let you know he went through the um, shout outs last or last episode. So I think I'm gonna let you go ahead and run that. <laughs> All right, I mean <laughs> that's that's not like a cop out. <laughs> and what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna alley you <laughs> to eight degree. Yeah. So shout out to Morehouse Professor Nathan Alexander, who um, during the course of his dang his shout out, so I can't be an asshole, right? During the course of his class, of his class he saw uh, a student oh, yeah, yeah. who had a kid. Uh, and decided to uh, carry the kid in the papoose uh, the entire longevity of the course, of the class, I'm sorry, so that the kid could take, or the student rather, could take notes. And the reason um, why the student brought you know, their child to class was just that I couldn't find a babysitter and I did not want to miss class. And, you know, I, I just appreciate the fact that uh, Nathan, or he probably goes by Nate, was. Uh, capable of, you know, having a little bit of wiggle room within himself. Having some compassion. Uh, and having some compassion. Now, listen. 
So shout out to Nate. Okay, yeah, let's stop. Yeah, because no, yeah, you no. always want to do this. Yeah. No, 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 no we're not. Shout out to Nathan, but everybody can't do it. If everybody came uh, came to class with their kid, you need to now stop. he got to carry seven kids. You need, <laughs> like, you need to just and then you know what? He gonna start a daycare, <laughs> and we gonna shout him out for that. Yeah, okay, but shout out to Nathan. Yeah, for, man, for understanding nuance based reasons to do things. So, um, shout out Jay Z and Rock Nation. Because once again, he's come through for uh, somebody uh, of the black community, uh, Jabari Talbot. I don't know if you guys heard about this. Uh, he refused to sing the Pledge of Allegiance, and they tried to, they arrested him basically and filed misdemeanor charges. I just don't understand what country we live in. Uh, you know what country we live in. But shout out to Jay Z because he was able to get the charges dropped. Because yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. No, no sixth grader should have to endure that type of situation. They should not have to go through that. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah? But this is this is um, uh, an example of someone who has the power and the ability to make an influence in in others' lives that are, that are, that don't have that ability. Um, from you know, we heard here, but we heard twenty one. We heard about it from Lil Wayne. Who was the other person that said something? Me. Me. You yeah. know. So yeah. shout out to the OG doing something for. I wonder if they can, if the sixth grader and his family can can sue the school for harassment. Because don't you have the right to not participate in the Pledge of Allegiance? No idea. Yeah, I think so. No idea. But anyway, you know, shout out to Jay-Z and Rock Nation. And I'm man. sure we're going to get some flack for, not slack, but flack. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, only if you bring it up. Flack for not remembering somebody else to shout out. So shout out to all the people uh, that are doing great things yeah, uh, in their community. Uh, shout out to you guys if we didn't mention you. Yeah, and shout out to all our listeners. You know, uh, we definitely appreciate y'all listening. Without y'all, we wouldn't have a platform. So we are definitely grateful for you know all the listenings that you guys do, and we hope that you continue to spread the word and, and, and share the love. Yeah. And this is episode forty-two of the EBS podcast. We're out. Quarantine is no.